That's right, episode number 12 from Rinkside. It's me, Potty Potty, here with Chewy, Canadian himself. Chewy, how you doing this evening? I'm uh, doing good myself, Potty. I uh, I just got uh, my weekly shipment of new cards, so I'm going to show this one off the, this week. We'll do, we'll do Chewy's card of the week. So th- this week we got a uh, nice little Peter Mrazek artifacts card. Uh, it's pretty cool. It's the first printed out of the 45 set. I don't know if this is clear or not, but it's it's uh, got some nice light blue tinge. One of my favorite goalies in the league. So I'm doing good. I'm uh, I haven't watched this week's th- uh, House of Dragons though, so uh, I'm gonna hopefully watch that tonight or tomorrow. How's uh, how's your <laughs> week been? That's awesome. I'm on the same page as you with the House of the Dragon. Uh, I am gonna watch it right after. You know, we record this tonight. Uh, I've been enjoying that show. I'm not throwing anything away, but my favorite character so far was the crab feeder. I thought that was just (laughs) so sick. Uh, But, you know, the view from Potty's Penthouse, thanks for sharing the view from Chewy's Corner, but the view from Potty's Penthouse is audacious right now. You see the Warsaw Warlocks are are at 500 this season, two wins, two losses, and we're just evolving, scratching the surface, and about to bring back the championship to Poland. So it's a a good start to the week, you know, so far. Um, You know, why don't you uh, talk about that little thing that happened most recently? Yeah, the thing. So the thing that happened, uh, we had our giveaway uh, last week for the the Twitch, uh, well, the Twitch giveaway. So we did our, our trusty online wheel spin and uh, Devin Simser was the winner of the uh, of the giveaway. So he's got subbed for the next uh month and then we'll we'll give him two more subs for the rest of the season so he can claim his twitch bonus and uh just a quick go over it was everyone who joined the discord and entered into the giveaway uh i think it was a lot of fun a lot of people enjoyed it who knows we might have to to, to push another one in this season because uh i think the fans love it and uh i mean who doesn't love free twitch bonus right Yeah, absolutely. You know, it sounds like it really pays to subscribe to Rinkside uh, with, you know, a lot of earnings and winnings that are coming around the way. Um, So, yeah, thanks for everyone that participated. That's really fun. And I must say that I'm really happy with the way that the Discord server has evolved. I think it's around 50 users right now. Uh, Good, healthy flow of clips going into the clips and submissions. Thank you so much. And a healthy chat and, you know, the general and the goals chatter channels. So appreciate everyone taking part in that and kind of building something from the ground up. Pretty exciting over here. Um, speaking of... Yeah, and just to cl- just to clarify that, so we do have a channel, if anyone hasn't noticed, we do have a channel where you can submit for plays of the week. So we do filter through those and those will get uploaded, hopefully. And hopefully we get to a point where we have so many clips that we could start doing voting on them. And uh, you can also submit questions as well or, or p- even guests you want to see or, or things you want to see on the show so definitely give us some feedback so we know what we could do to help uh engage you guys who are watching yes absolutely and you know um speaking of engagement 
over the accumulation of a season, the engagement of a single player as part of a team, joint outcomes that result in really tremendous results. And there has been uh, a change uh, to one of the programs that recognizes these achievements, these milestone events. So handing it uh, over to Chewy with and uh, setting this up, this is the Incentives Challenges channel on the Statistics subchannel. Yeah, so quickly for anyone, I guess, who'd seen the Incentives channel before, you'd know there was a few different uh, milestones that we had you know, example, uh, first player to get four assists or first player to get a hat trick after Gordie Howe. So we had those incentives. We also had uh, milestones for players to reach. So it was like the first player in a season to hit, I think it was like 42 goals or 50 assists or or 150 hits would get uh, an incentive. Um, the league commission group ended up uh, making an adjustment to this and I think it's really cool so the way it's going to work now I mean you can see on screen uh, you know the breakdown from Ani Escola so real quickly we have a channel that's listed under records under the history tab in the discord and if you scroll up you'll see single season individual records uh, you'll see a whole list of players and uh, what records they sent, what season they set. So essentially, if your player or a player breaks one of those records, you will get that incentive. So the, what the incentive is, it's an extra plus three to progress your player. Um, you can see Potty's just pulled it up that list. So most goals, most assists, most points, all these uh, stats are tracked by our awesome stats team. So um, keep an eye out for this. You know, there's some records that haven't been broken since season two. There was a ton of records broken last season. So if you break any of these records, you do get uh, that plus three incentive bonus uh, to your player. And just some, I guess, quote unquote, like, uh, I don't know, the small print. Uh, if you tie the record, you don't break it. So you'll you'll be listed as tying the record, but you don't get the bonus. If you break the record, that's the new set record that's the number you have to beat next season and uh you don't like you'd have to beat it again next season to get to get the bonus so uh it's a really cool program uh i think it'll engage a lot of the players at the end of the season to see all these and uh now we can look at all these records that were set and and you know have a little talk about what we think is going to happen this season potty yeah, absolutely. And we've got these records pulled up right here just for our viewers to see. And uh, we're going to share, maybe maybe we'll share a link to this. And it's uh, breaking it down. You can see that in yellow are the records that were set in with a multi-season tie, meaning over multiple seasons, they've been tied but not broken. Putting those in yellow is kind of like, those might be a bit of a challenge to kind of break through that. Whereas the ones that are in green were actually set in season four. So if they've been recently broken, then there's a higher probability that they'll be broken again in season five. And then in blue, we have ones that are both multi-season ties, as well as also being set in season four. So those are an interesting dynamic where there's recency, but it hasn't been broken through. So I guess we're, we're just going to have to go ahead and see how those play out. Yeah, I guess looking at this initially, we won't go through every one, but initially, is there any key ones you think will be broken this season? Uh, just uh, just at a glance? 
Yes, I think penalty infraction minutes will be broken, and it's going to be broken okay. by Bob or Potty. <laughs> is it uh, is it going to be broke? Like, do you do you think fights is going to have a, a major impact in it, or do you think this season there's going to be a lot of penalties as you know the skilled players get more skilled and the defensive players get stronger, or, or will it just be the the fights that that boost those numbers? Yeah, you know it's a good uh, call out. So you know, Joaquim Alou, that was the one Krieg spoke about is being, I think, the only person he shouted out in one of our interviews. And he said that Joaquim Alou de- delivered like tremendous hits as a forward. So I feel like as a result of more aggressive play, dealing more hits, you're probably going to get an elbowing or a charging every now and then when you're going for, you know, just a regular hit. So I would hope that it's out of production for Potty's sake, just delivering a massive amount of hits, being a little quicker <laughs> on the skates and being able to dish it out. Um, but, uh, you know, that's one. And then... Um, I don't know. I'll pass it to you and yeah. then I'll think about well, one. I'll, I'll, I'll go for one. So the one that I think that will be broken this season is, uh, well, it's kind of like a, a jumble, but defenseman goals as well as defenseman assists and points. I think, and, and it's going to be broken by either like a season one, like original six player or even a season two. Um, I think the players in this league have just gotten so good that defense now can can help produce on offense. You're seeing it a lot from a lot of teams where a good defensive core can just like like bring bring the offense to the forwards. So a lot of assists this season, I think. And uh, I know last season Mikey Adams played some time on forward, so maybe maybe goals actually may not be broken. But the defenseman assists haven't been broken since season two. Defenseman points hasn't been broken since season three. I think uh, I think it's going to be a breakout year for a lot of defense. So keep an eye on that one. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I guess I can take a stab at one. Uh, I think rookie assists is, uh, you know, it's, it's some fruit that's high up there, but it's still kind of low hanging. Only 18. I think Potty put up, uh, I don't remember, was it 16? I think was it 12? Yeah, t- between 12 and 15, I think. Yeah, that sounds good. So I think, you know, anybody has the potential, you know, maybe some bacon will be on board in the back of the skillet, <laughs> popping records as well. Um, but yeah, so those are my takes on these single season records. Yeah, and, and I'll give one more, actually. You have, uh, I think, actually, the two blue ones at the top, the goals and assists. Um, I It's actually kind of crazy that, that assists have been tied for three seasons at 32. Um, and and I mean, all three of these players, Beamer, Leathers, and Cooksey, they're all still in the league and they're all getting better. Uh, and as players score more, you know, we're seeing like San Diego put up a ton of goals. Big shout out to uh, Matt, the guest on the show today. But uh, I think uh, both of those goals and assists and points, like the numbers are just going to start skyrocketing now as we see all these players uh you know, shoot up in overall. Yeah. But uh, those are my takes for uh, this uh, season. Well, fantastic takes, and it only took us one take to take those down. So uh, I'm pretty satisfied with that. Um, and we'll leave it up to the viewers. You know, go on to our Discord. Go on to our Twitter. Let us know. We want to hear from you. We want to have a discussion, and we want to incorporate your voices in the future of episodes. So get involved and get creative. So moving on, we have our plays of the week. 
And starting us off, submitted by Tyler Grimms, we have Chris Deruri with a spectacular preseason save. Let's see that one more time. Looked like a giant pineapple on the ice. Kind of just tipped <laughs> the seated over on shuffle. Its side. <laughs> oh my god! All right, what a play! And next up, we've got Buck Wild with a wild goal. Uh, check this out on the other replay cam. Coming in. Ooh, swoop to loop. I mean, that defies the laws of physics. That uh, was quite the play. Let's see that bend reality in the spoon one more time. I'm going to throw this over to Chewy. All right. These uh, these two clips here actually submitted by our, our boy Trevor Lopez. Uh, so we got Florida versus the Florence Firebirds. We see Johnny Gamble here. He has his head down. That's not a good sign because Money Mills takes him out. And it looks like Gamble was injured. Man, this is uh, the definition of keep your head up because uh, you'll run into a brick wall on the ice if you don't. We'll we'll take a look at uh, Gamble right now. Word on the street is he is okay. It was only a one-game injury, and uh, the doctors have cleared him to play. On uh, the same game, actually, right after, we got uh, Florence still on the power play here. McChuckles pushing hard. The stick lift pass to Trev Lopez and then shoots it top corner on Bacigalupi. I'll watch this one more time. This was right after Gamble got injured. So this is a little bit of salt on the wound for the for the Firebirds here. Boom. Wow. Short-handed and outdone. Um, and coming in, powered by rinkside, we have uh, Joey Duncan with, uh, look at that, like hauling it around like a surfboard. Uh, what an impressive save. Let's see him uh, use that stick again. And next up, it's in overtime, three minutes on the clock. Uh, Ferguson's coming down, and boom! Whoa, where did that go? Was that in between the legs? Uh, it was a phenomenal. This was ketchup on mustard, and uh, ketchup prevailed. Seeing, sending, <laughs> sending it over to Chewy. All right, our boy uh, Fletcher Reed from the Boston Warrior Accords submitted these ones and his first goal as a pro Boston War Unicorn. Right here, you see him do the turnaround, snipes it on the top corner on Chris Drury. And uh, it was a nice little face-off tie-up. Reed takes it over to JT Chad. Chad sends it back over to Reed, and then he snipes it. Later in the game, we got OT three on three. Love to see it. Boston War Unicorns versus the Tropics. And we got Michael Crawford just shoots it right through jury. He has that the, the strength behind his uh, season four cup ring right there. He uh, he shot that so hard it went put a hole right through his jersey. Uh, what do you think that's going to cost him at the laundromat? I think that's uh, an impressive goal. <laughs> And so wrapping it up, we have this beauty of a backhanded assist. This was Greg Cooksey's 100th career point and also the winning goal in a great game. The goal, of course, going to Jackson. Congratulations on the milestone, Cooksey. Congratulations. And 
that wraps up our plays of the week. So, Chewy, that was uh, that was fun. What you what you think? What you learn? What are you looking forward to in episode thirteen? Episode thirteen. I'm uh, I'm excited. Hopefully, we're having one of the big names on the show. Uh, the plays of the week from this episode were so hot. My chewy robe had to come off. If uh, those plays were any hotter, you'd see some chewy nipples one more time. But uh, another great episode. And uh, let's bring it over to uh, a new friend of the pod, Matt Green. All right. He was drafted eighth overall in season three by the Albuquerque Pharaohs. Ended up taking over an expansion team in season four the San Diego Reapers and now in his second season owning his team we got Matt Green on the podcast Matt how are you doing today I'm doing good how about you I'm doing fine myself got got a beer in hand got goals on one side doing the podcast living the dream (laughs) so uh why don't uh for anyone who doesn't know you and I'm sure that's not a lot of people listening to this podcast, but talk about your time and goals, kind of where you started, your path, and, and where you are now. Okay. When I first started, I joined in, like, midway through season two, and then I was sitting there playing in the uh, minors for a little bit, and then uh, that draft came around, and then that's when I really started getting active, because I will say at the start, I wasn't very active in the minors. But then I figured out uh, my boy Kwando was in the league too. And then we really wanted to be drafted together. So we got really hyperactive in general chat together so we could get drafted together. And which we did by Albuquerque, which uh, made us both very happy. But I bet it didn't make Cam very happy as Kwando ghosted and I went to an expansion team after that. And then uh, well, my player worried away, like I didn't really see myself as a star when I first came. I wanted to be like a depth player. And then, like, now is when I want to start being the star for my team. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, I know uh, Kwando won Rookie of the Year. So, I mean, that helped Cam out the first season. Uh, well, both of you guys did. And now, uh, I mean, it's it's good to see the growth. It, it obviously sucks to lose some players. Uh, but to, to have you grow into the league and, and become an expansion owner, that's uh, that's good for the league in the end of it. And, you know, talking about your experience as an expansion owner, can you share with uh, our viewers today and in the future, um, what was it like in your first season and first full off season as an expansion team owner? Well, I'll say right away, we started off like really good our first, uh, first part of the season, our first season. I like how we started, but then I'm, like, we all know we, uh, the Reapers had that record-breaking losing streak that we didn't like that happened mid-season. But then I really liked the growth that we had at the end of Season 1 where we went, like, 6-3-1, and one, I believe. And, like, we didn't even go up against, like, the bottom teams that were with us. We were going up against top-tier teams and stealing games. So that made me really excited. And then uh, our first off-season, it didn't go quite as planned, but we got really one player that we were really happy with, which was Bailey Harper, and he has made our offense way better. We've actually, like, on average right now, I think, we're putting up, like, three goals a game. Wow, awesome. 
Yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, you guys are starting off hot again this season, so hopefully, hopefully it stays that way for your guys' sake. But talking about the trade, I mean, there was a couple notable trades uh, from San Diego. The first one being, I believe, before the trade deadline last year, uh, where you guys received Corey, uh, Corey Pauly, uh, Eric Leclaire, uh, and uh, you sent to to Rome Bain Cadis, uh, Jay Hill, and, and a few picks. And then um, this offseason, like you mentioned, you picked up Bailey, Bailey Harper. Uh, looks like you guys uh, – uh, well, I just had it here. Bailey Harper and uh, first um, – and then North, uh, Honolulu receive Eric LeClaire and, and Colby Wiersma and then a conditional first. So you guys flipped Eric LeClaire. Picked up a decent first in Harper. So why, why don't you walk us through the trades? Um, do you feel like in the end it bettered your team? And and just just talk about why why you guys made those trades. Okay, so yeah, the right of right away, like you said, Corey Polly, he bettered our defense instantly. He like with Roscoe in that first line with them, those two like bullying people with their hits and stuff has helped our defense a lot, as it's like helped. Yon uh, Lastic not have to make those crazy saves as much anymore either. So getting Corey Polly made our defense way better. And then I really think that's a key factor of how we went 6-3-1 and one to end the season because it happened right before that trade deadline is when we started turning things around. And then for uh, Bailey Harper, you said, right, you want to know more about getting her? She's yeah, the top yeah, guard. Yeah. yeah, she's turned our offense around a lot as well as like I call her the, I mean, she calls herself the assist queen from how she's been playing, and I agree with that 100%. She's assisted on, like, all of Gus's and Noah's goals, and it's crazy every time I see it because she puts out really good passes. Yeah, what for sure. Was your first week this season to plan? Do you expect to keep this up, and what are you going to do to push for the playoffs? Our first week did go to plan. It actually did. Again, starting that 3-1 off was really well. We didn't want to lose to Melbourne the way we did, but they're a super gritty team. And, like, I think they're going to go places in the future, too, because they were putting up a fight against us. They were like uh, uh, they're like our kryptonite because we had the same issues with them last season. And then beating uh, Florence with all the hype they had was really exciting for us. And... For pushing to the playoffs, we just have to keep up the pace of play we've been doing with our offense and then making sure we get back there to help our defense, who's still young and growing, where they want to become in the future more uh, strong and more defensive, right? Getting that awareness up. And then, oh, you said the last part was, oh, do I expect to keep it up? Yeah, we can keep this up. I believe we can. Yeah, I mean, looking at the team of the week, I mean, you see uh, a ton, a ton of uh, San Diego players: uh, Cerrone, Harper, Bake, uh, Labonte, and uh, obviously, I, I think this is your first coach team of the week. Is that correct, or, or did you uh, make a coach team of the week last season? That's our, that's my second one. I've gone second back one. to back now because I won the uh, last week of the season too. That's awesome. Well. I mean, we're obviously seeing a big turnaround uh, from you as an expansion team. 
some of the other expansion teams looking to make a step this season. So that's that's great to see. And yeah. uh, something we, we didn't talk about, um, but um, I guess, is there anything else that you do for the league? Is there any, any staff roles or, or anything that you do? Oh, yeah. I am a background streamer. And going into that, I said background. I'm a backup streamer. <laughs> my fault. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, going into that, basically, you guys don't ask much of me, but I'm always there in case an emergency happens to help you guys out. And then I do my best to help with progressions while I can. I couldn't this weekend because I had uh, a test and stuff in college to look into, so I had to prepare for that. So I'm sorry about that. But And then I've been helping with stats, too. So Cool. So, so I guess for for anyone who doesn't, I guess know what a backup streamer like. What what's your kind of role? What do you do? And and what does it take to be a, a backup streamer? Like what uh, if someone was kind of curious in in you know stepping up to this role? Like what would you tell them uh, is kind of the role for that? Okay, yeah, I can say like you don't have to speak on the mic if you don't want to for games because I know I do that as a backup streamer, so I don't want people thinking they have to do that. Like, literally, uh, the main thing is you have to be there ready and prepared in case something happens in an emergency where someone else can't stream. Or if you just want to, like, stream one day, you just let whoever's streaming know, and then they'll normally let you do it. But it's like um, you also have to actually have the game, obviously, and then uh, current gen for it on Xbox. Yeah. And then you alluded to it really quick, but... Uh, what other roles, I guess, uh, you know, having access to, to the goals account and and being able to log in, what are some of the other responsibilities that, you know, streamers, uh, you know, have? Oh, yeah, you have to do progressions, too, for the weekend, like progressing the minor players and then doing customizations that people want and stuff like that. And then you also have to be trustworthy. That's a really big thing. You have to be able to be trustworthy in the league and then you have to be able to be active too. You can't just like sit there and be someone that's just barely came into the league and then try to actually become a streamer, you know, like people have to know you so they can trust you before you can get into that. Cause you yeah. can mess up the league easily with that file. Yeah. Obviously having a, access to the league's file is, uh, is, uh, you know, a, a trustworthy job, but, uh, yeah, you were great last season. You, you covered a lot of help, uh, or you covered, with a lot of help last season. Who's in charge of like letting people bet on games? Oh yeah, that's true. Well, um, I can't really do that because I'm not a mod on the stream itself, but uh, it has, I think Chewy has it. I know um, Creed yeah, does so it any, a lot. Any Twitch, then, any Twitch mod uh, would have access yeah. to that. I think there's, uh, there's about six, uh, yeah, six people that, that do that. But going right. off of that, when he just said that, there was something else, too. It's like um, when, you, when you're when you on the Twitch account itself, I just thought of this. You're not supposed to type on there either. Creek just types using that. You use your own Twitch account for typing in chat. I forgot about mentioning that part. Oh, yeah, yeah. That makes total sense. But I, I know that there's, like, people that do stats. There's people that do, uh, you know, uh, streaming. I think that there should be people that like run the gambling and every <laughs> game they're like putting out lines, keeping the money flowing through the economy. And I'll volunteer to lead that department, you know, should, uh, you know, the, the, the league 
leadership be watching and are thinking about it. Uh, that's uh, yeah, that'd be cool. Something to bring up for sure. Yeah, yeah. that's a great idea. I like that. <clears throat> All right. Well, Matt. So in closing, I've got for you a simple question: um, Where do you see the league in five years from now? And do you have any shout outs you'd like to make? In five years from now, this league's still going to be up and running smoothly and greatly, in my opinion. Krieg is one of the best commissioners I've seen. And then all the background work that we have around here is really helpful. And then there's one thing that I think we'll really figure out how to do right, because I know there's other teams that struggle, not just mine, but with playing time for everyone. Because last season, I could not figure out for the life of me how to get Earl Flint those uh, – at least 12 minutes of ice time. And now this season, we've slowly figured it out with the endurance and all that. So I think that's going to help out with a lot too with people's playing time because people get uninterested quick if they're not playing a lot of minutes. And then uh, for shouting out, I'm going to have to say Doug Brin here. He has done amazing stuff behind the scenes for goals that not everyone gets to see. Like this weekend, he pushed out all the progressions for us to keep us up to date and everyone else was busy. And that's something I love to see as uh, someone who can see the backup channels and seeing who's doing a lot of work for the league. Yeah, 100%. That's awesome. All right, Matt. Well, uh, it was a pleasure having you on. And uh, best of luck to the Reapers this season. Unfortunately, you guys weren't able to pull it through with Turku tonight. But, I mean, you guys are, are still holding on right now. So uh, keep it up and uh, good luck this season. Thank you. Good luck to you, too. We still got a lead for now, thankfully, on the division. We got to keep it up. There we you face go. Uh, Alaska tomorrow, so we got to win that one. And then uh, good luck to Dublin, too, because y'all are rocking it. Always Thanks have a lot. Been. Thanks, Matt. All right. Have a good sure. one. You, too. Wow. What a great conversation with Mr. Green. That was obscene. Uh, really enjoyed that. So, Chewy, why don't you send us out uh, before our outro? Yeah. Thanks for everyone for watching and uh, thanks for all the support moving forward and uh, we'll see you guys next week.